episode of our podcast series, Inspiring Healthy Changes. In this series, we will discuss topics that matter to you and your family's health. We will answer your questions, pose further questions for you to ponder on, invite special guests and ensure you are well educated and informed on topics that matter to you most. I'm Lisa Blanche, naturopath and director of Gisborne Health Essentials. And in this first podcast, we will focus on a topic that many of you have asked us to cover. So let's talk about fats. Whether you are following a high fat diet, you're worried about cholesterol, should you supplement with fish oil, listen to this podcast to learn all this and more. Firstly, we need fats in our diet for various reasons, including the absorption of nutrients, such as the fat-soluble vitamins for our nervous system, which our nervous system is protected by a myelin sheath, which is actually made of fats. So it's really important that we have those fats in our diet. We also need it for our hormone production, for our blood sugar levels to stabilize them, and for energy. A central fatty acid deficiency can result in many different symptoms. There are the obvious ones, such as when you get the dry lips, um, you also get the dry mucous membranes in your gastrointestinal tract as well. So it's all making you feel really thirsty. You've got the dry skin, dry and unmanageable hair as well. Some of the not so obvious symptoms of a, an essential fatty acid deficiency include inflammation. So this may display as arthritis, now in children, a lack of essential fatty acids, they'll be they'll look like they're bored, they'll be acting out, they'll not be they won't be able to think properly or concentrate well, they can't keep focus. They'll also experience some eczema potentially and other skin concerns. They can also lack empathy and kindness as fats have that important role of conducting electrical energy. So they're really important to ensure that we do have in our diet. But what fats should we consume and how much of it? Now, the important thing to note is that fats and oils just sit in our cells as they are. So they're roughly dismantled when they're absorbed by the gut. But keep this in mind when we come back to what fats to consume. So there are different types of fats. There's the saturated fats. And they're quite stable and therefore less prone to oxidative stress. So when we talk about saturated fats, often you'll talk about people cooking with them because they are stable. So it's like the coconut oil that you can cook cook with. Um, Avocado oil is not too bad as well. Also ghee is a really good one to cook with because they're not prone to changing their structure when you cook with them. So therefore they'll... They won't get rancid and old and um, stale and will therefore be able to function better in, in our body when we've consumed them. Now, on a side note as well, when it comes to saturated fats, a lot of people with high cholesterol are careful when it comes to saturated fats. And some people genetically do produce too much cholesterol, but the majority of us regulate this process really quite well. And so we must still remember to include the saturated fats in our diet. It's just a problem when cholesterol oxidizes or becomes old and hangs around um, and is stale and isn't moving away. 
So therefore, we actually need to look at increasing bile production and getting the liver working to prevent cholesterol from aging. In fact, inflammation of the arteries is often due to sugar and high GI diets, which cause inflammation rather than the fats and cholesterol itself. So it's most important to keep the older cholesterol moving as it becomes more dense when it is older and hence can block arteries. So make sure you work on that liver. Now back to fats. Unsaturated fats can also be healthy. The only thing with them, they are prone to going off or, or going um, rancid and old because they've just got a different chemistry structure. So they've got hydrogen molecules that have two carbons sharing a double or triple bond and therefore not completely saturated with hydrogen atoms, hence their name. So there's a bit of um, chemistry science for you too. So think of the saturated fats like a house with all the doors closed. So it certainly is safe versus an open house, which is the unsaturated fats with multiple doors. Anything could come in at any time, but it might be something nice that comes in. You know, the surrounds might be peaceful. There might be no breeze or angst. Um, then that open house may still be okay. And in fact, might even be more welcoming and healthy than the saturated closed house. So when it comes to unsaturated, we have a couple of different, um, we've got the monounsaturated fats and the polyunsaturated fats. So the monounsaturated fats are your nuts such as almonds, cashews, hazelnuts, macadamias, and pecans. So these are the monounsaturated fats. Now, remember they're not saturated and they are more prone to going rancid and stale. So never, never eat those stale nuts. Never eat moldy looking nuts, anything that looks old because it really won't do a good job once it's in your body. Olive oil, extra virgin olive oil is also a monounsaturated fat. With the olive oil, make sure you're looking for that really rich green color. That means that there'll be plenty of antioxidants in it and therefore it copes better with heat. It's more stable and anti-inflammatory. So if you are going to cook, because I know a lot of people, including in our household, we do cook with extra virgin olive oil, but we make sure that we get a really organic, good quality one so that it can cope with a little bit of cooking and heating. The polyunsaturated fats are even more prone to oxidization or um, becoming rancid just due to the chemistry nature of them. So they do need to be stored in the fridge in opaque tight containers wherever possible. So the polyunsaturated fats are your nuts and seeds such as flax seeds, Brazil nuts, pine nuts, walnuts, chia seeds. If they do oxidize and um, become old, they can damage your cholesterol. Um, aside from other things that it can do in the body too. It can cause pain when you've got that oxidization occurring to fats and then we consume them. Now, omega-3 and 6 are polyunsaturated fats. Our bodies do not make them, so we actually do need to extract them from our diet, and that's why you'll often hear the terms omega-3 and omega-6. So let's go through them both because they're actually both really quite different in terms of what they do in our body. The omega-3 are the anti-inflammatory fats. There's a few different types. Um, so you've got the DHA and EPA, which you get from your fish, so your salmon or your sardines. And when you're buying fish oil, that's what you're purchasing, a, a DHA and EPA rich oil that's going to be anti-inflammatory in your body. 
There's also the alpha linoleic acid examples of omega-3 and they're your chia seed oil, your flaxseed oil, your pumpkin seed oil and hemp seed oil. So again, they're anti-inflammatory to the body and they can do a beautiful job. Just make sure once again, because remember they're polyunsaturated fats that you need to store them well. Now the omega-6 are still somewhat healthy unsaturated fats but they can actually choose two different pathways, these omega-6 oils. So examples are meat, peanuts, safflower oil, sunflower oil, eggs can be in this category as well. They can be mildly anti-inflammatory only if we don't overdo them. They can also be highly inflammatory when they choose the arachidonic acid pathway. They can increase inflammation, pain, clotting and spasm. Um, so we do just need to be careful and the main key point here really is don't overdo the omega-6. So the more you overdo those oils um, and the omega-6 oils, the more you have to offset that with the anti-inflammatory omega-3 oils. And then you end up having too many fats as well because really at the end of the day, in order to make sure the body is functioning optimally, we have to make sure we don't overdo fats, full stop, even if they're healthy. And if you have overdone them or need to for whatever health reason, vitamin E will reduce the likelihood of oxidization and, and rancidity. So it will keep, um, keep the oils in your body from going rancid and old. Also, make sure your fats and oils are as fresh as they possibly can be. Buy organic nuts and seeds wherever possible. Ensure your extra virgin olive oil is, is that rich green color. Your fish oil is absolute top quality. Always check the use by dates. And just think when you have those fries or you have the donut or something that doesn't quite look right, that that potentially rancid old oil is just sitting somewhere in your body. What a thought. Fats are literally that saying, you are what you eat. So eat them well to support your bodily functions. Have fats in every meal to support your nervous system, your nutrient intake, hormonal balance and energy, but choose wisely and remember your plate should be full of those non-starchy veggies with just some healthy fats and protein. We hope you have enjoyed our first episode of Inspiring Healthy Changes. This being our first episode, we would love your feedback. Let us know if there are any topics you would love to hear about or anything we could do differently. And if you have any questions from today's episode, please let us know. Leave us a comment or get in touch. Thank you for joining us.